Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. So what I have for you today is a no chaturanga flow, like none, like none. But it, like, if you want one, I'm not going to stop you. Like I'm not going to reach through there and be like, no, don't do that. But I will say we're going to do 108 of them tomorrow. Uh, we have 108 sun salutations at 8 a.m. Again, with that, you don't have to do all 108, uh, but you might. And we're going to take today at a pace that will allow you to do that. Because if I did like 20 chaturangas today, that might be a little much to do tomorrow. So I, I don't know. That's just me personally. Like you, you do you. But what we're really going to focus in on is uh, kind of this idea of beginner's mind of how do we get a flow going without necessarily having to do the same thing over and over again that we always do the same way over and over again, right? Uh, just because we've always done it that way, which may be kind of the most boring part of life is just doing the same thing over and over again because we've always done it that way. Uh, so we're gonna start on your back and any comfortable positioning for you is good. Take some time to land and we will for sure move. And it's cool if you didn't hear that, we are starting on your back. I'll just keep repeating until everyone's on the back. I got no trouble with that. I grew up in a family of four kids. Anyone who grew up with the four kids in the family, you know, you have to like just keep repeating yourself and repeat. Like anybody, anybody with a like big family is like, you just, yeah. Yeah. All right. Once you laid yourself down, Get a good breath in, clear it out. So start a regular rhythm of breath. Could be ujjayi in and out through your throat. Could just be a nice rhythm for you. You know, walk the soles of your feet to the floor if they're not already out wide to the edges of the mat so that it's like a little bit of your foot is on the, the floor outside. The knee side to side in windshield wipers. Moving from the hips and the leg bones. See what's going on. And this could be movement that you align with your breath. Could just be that you're moving and breathing and noticing what's going on with you. Next round three, you'll make your way back to center and pause. Complete the rounds. Like there's no hurry, no urgency. We're just coming back to center, pausing and walking eventually the feet to about hip distance. Pick up the feet from the floor, knees at right angles, like you're holding something heavy on your shins. And then let the knees trace opposite circles in a figure eight. So one leg, one direction, one in the other. Switch each time. So mobilizing leg bones. And again, it's got a pace, it's got a rhythm. You're keeping that cadence steady. You don't necessarily need to line up with one breath, one movement. You're moving, you're breathing. The rhythm feels good.
one more round through this. And we'll come back to center the knees at those right angles. Bring knees and feet together. Or belly twisting pose, knees side to side. Same idea here. You're keeping a steady cadence as you move. Paying attention to that cadence. Potentially lining it up with your breath. Maybe just letting the cadence be what feels most natural. One more round through, where you balance the two sides to your liking. Then as we move back into center, bring knees toward the chest and curl nose to knees, everything tightly in. Then inhale, you're going to reach your arms straight up and bring your knees back to 90 degrees, heads down, lowest ribs down, sacrum's flat. So arms and legs 90 degree angle, then curl in again. That's one way to do that. Another one, uh, inhale, reach out, arms and legs, like 45 degree angle with the floor. So about halfway down, that might be enough. Curl back in, stay with either one of those, or inhale, go up, long arms and legs hover over the floor. You see your arms beside your eyes, and then curl back in. Then your favorite of those three, or maybe it's your least favorite, but it's the one you, you know is working for you. Breathe in, head, rib cage, sacrum down, and then everything curls in as tightly as you go. We'll release down slowly, soles of the feet to the floor, constructive rest pose, knees together. We take the arms up in the air, and I do a little wrist flexion and extensions. So you're just moving the wrists around. And let them circle. Then on an inhale, take the arms out wide. It's a big, okay, hover the arm bones above the floor. And then when you exhale, you wrap right arm under the left, big hug. Inhale, float the arms up and again go wide. Now hover the arms above the floor, a little bicep uh, work there. And then other arm, left arm underneath, wrap into a big hug. Inhale, open the arms wide. And exhale, wrap the right arm under, big hug. Inhale, open, reach through the fingertips, reach out to the sidewalls, and then wrap. Inhale, open, pause here. We're gonna go with a cactus or goalpost shape parallel to the floor. So it's like you're gonna put your arms down for belly twisting pose, but not quite. You hold them over the floor just a bit. Then when you exhale, pull your elbows in toward the sides. And when you inhale, back to those goalposts or extend toward your back wall. And then again, you're gonna pull the arms down into like a W shape, the elbows down in toward your waist, hovering the arm bones above the floor, reach back to the wall behind you. Keep your lowest rib down on the floor. So there's some abdominal work going on here. Elbows in toward the sides, arm bones hovering above the floor. One more, reach back. And 
pull in toward your sides. This time we're gonna let the knees come in, let the arms fold the knees toward the chest. Good hug up, nose to knees, knees to nose. We'll rock up and back to seated. And right leg in front, we're gonna lift up. So seated cross legs, if that's available. Fingertips to the floor in front of you. And just a little rock side to side through the spine. So back to something that doesn't necessarily have to happen, like vinyasa breath to breath. Could just be you're breathing, you're moving, you're enjoying the rhythm of both things. On your next inhale, we'll center it up. Come to seated, lean out a little bit and cross the other leg in front. She looked tall, prop forward. About you know, diagonal, it's good. You don't have to bow all the way. Just a little rock side to side. Next inhale, come on back to center and sit up, having a few shoulder shrugs. Let the shoulder blades move around, the arm bones move with the shoulder blades. As you're doing this, draw the back of your head up and back so you're sitting tall and light. One more round, shoulder shrug. Pause and feel your body as you sit, a momentary meditation. And we'll come over into hands and knees. Rounds of cat and cow where you do align with your breath. And that can take any variation you like. It's Inhale, round, and exhale, arch. Or exhale, round, and inhale, arch. But one pose, one side of the breath. One more time, full range of motion, round, arch, bring it back to center, pause, press the floor away, feel your abdominals draw up, add that to the party if it's not already, walk your hands one hand, step forward, it's a little bit longer stride for you, not so far that you feel like you're in uh, kind of a puppy pose, but giving yourself some space. We're gonna take the right elbow up towards the ceiling, open twist, open the arm wide as long as your shoulder likes that. Then down and through into a thread, the needle hovering the arm above the floor. And when you inhale again, lead with the elbow. So it's like that bow pull, you stack shoulders, open the right arm and then bend the elbow and bring it down and through. Bow pull, elbow up, arm open. Bend the elbow, reach back through. 
one more time with that. Bend the right arm down, head down. Any way that's comfortable for you to stay here. If you need to move the left arm out of the way or, or use it to add to the twist, go for it. Breathe for three. Inhale, unwind, come on back to center, hands and knees. And again, you'll have your hands just a little out in front of the shoulders so you got a longer front body uh, to work with. Well, your front body didn't get any longer. Your front body has more space to work with. Next inhale, left elbow up toward the ceiling and open the arm. When you exhale, you bend the elbow down and through you. So you work with that bent elbow to help us turn from the chest. So it helps the movement be more mindful, more useful to the core body rather than just swinging the arm around. At the same time, uh, it for some of us, the shoulder and the shoulder tendon and ligament don't need that arm leading the way action. But for all of us, when we bend the limb, we make a shorter lever, we, increase the safety. When we bend the elbow and work from the core, right, we increase the efficiency to the core. One more open, we bend the elbow, then move down and through and stay. Long, slow breath, feel your ribs expand. Be in the pose enough that you feel the movement of rotation, not so far that you can't feel your rib cage expand outward with each inhale. Next breath in, you come back to center, hands and knees. And tuck the toes back to down dog. Here, pause for a moment. Feel all four on the floor. Then lengthen this outward and take the hands. One hand step forward again, giving ourselves a little more length to work with. Bend your knees. Whether you need to or not, we're just going to do a bent knee down dog. And lift your heels. Send your hip crease up and back. Slow breath in and out. So you exhale, let the heels float gently down and you could straighten the legs. Go to the degree that you can without any rounding in your low back. And then we'll look forward and walk forward into a ragdoll. Feet about shoulder distance to mat distance apart. I'm gonna bent knee forward fold so that you Thighs and your chest come together. And you can put your arms between those two. Like if you need a little buffer, if the chest and thighs don't come together 
real naturally. Be well supported, upper body to legs. Then let your head get heavy. The more you can support your upper body on the legs or on the arms on the legs, the more you can allow for your head to drop. your face soften, your throat soften, like you're eliminating any block to your breath moving in. And eliminating any barrier to blood flow to your brain. So you're letting your body and your brain get what they need. Next exhale, you release your hands to your mat and walk your feet together. Breathe in and reach up to standing mountain pose. Press your feet down, squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, bend your fingers. We're gonna bring hands to heart center in Samastiti. Moment to stand tall through the center of your heart, through the center of your brain. whatever part of the body you associate with those things. So standing firm in your feet, light in your heart, lifted in your mind, that you create that, that sensation, that's just more figurative response there to you. And in this physical practice, we start with that. Let the more of internal things arise. We'll take some variations on sane that do not include chaturanga uh, as ways to remember that there are options. Next inhale, reach up mountain pose. Exhale, bend at your knee first, fold at your hip as you bow. Keep the knees lightly bent, breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. So that's just good training for tomorrow. We wanna keep a little softness in. So plant your hands. We're gonna step back to hands and knees, rounding the spine into cat pose as we exhale. Then arching into cow pose on inhale. So those movements correspond with chaturanga and up dog respectively. And then down dog with the exhale. So if you want to do 108 cat cows, totally cool. Your chakras will love that. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop, top of the mat. We should actually do it that way one year. That'd be pretty cool. Breathe in, lift halfway, a little bend to the knee so you can really press your feet down and use your legs. And bow forward, breathe out. And the same thing, you're going to keep that bend of the knee. Press your feet down into the floor to rise up. Every time we're moving up or down, folding or unfolding, that little softness. Bow here. Then breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And we're gonna do that again. Plant the hands, step back to hands and knees as the knees arrive. Pull the navel center towards your spine, round up. And cow pose. 
extend from body, draw your heart forward. Breathe out, down dog. When you're empty, look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, halfway lift. So here's a little bend of the knee involved to work the legs more. And then fold forward, down and in. Keep a little softness in your knees. Press your feet down. Breathe in. When you get to the top, here's a good place to straighten the legs, straighten the arm. Everything pulls long. Then that little softening of the knees, you bow. Good. Breathe in. Lift halfway. This time, plant your hands, step back to a high plank, high push-up position on the toes or on the knees. Breathe out there. Knees down. Inhale, up dog. Love that one for its simplicity. Press back, down dog. Also allows for a really nice time in up dog for most of us. It's unhurried. Good choice for back bending. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Press your feet down, the knees stay a little soft as you come up. Squeeze your legs then, squeeze your arms at the top, that mountain pose, everything lengthens. Bend at the knee and fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Same thing again, plant your hands, step back. We're going for a high plank for the full exhale. You're pressing the floor with your hands. Tightening the legs or placing the knees down. But then eventually, as we come into the up dog, it's knees down. And then there's a nice float into that back bend, supported by core body lifting in, hands pressing down. Down dog, breathe all the way out. That one kind of feels like you're cheating until the next day your abs feel like they did, uh, well, a lot. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop top of the space breathe in lift halfway and breathe out fold that little softness in your knees as you press your feet down come to standing when you get to the top squeezing all the limbs to reach long good bend at your knee bow Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high plank, knees down, chest down, all the way to the floor. Peel up to cobra. And then release down, almost touch your nose to the mat. Press into your hands and knees, and back, down dog. Empty, we'll look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat, breathe in, lift halfway, and breathe out, fold. This one, when done skillfully, so much core work, like way more than chaturanga up dog, for sure. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. I would do all of them like this, except I'm lazy. 
bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back to a good plank. That's as your knees down, lower slowly, abdominals in as you press the floor. Pull your hands back and pull the elbows back, pull them in, cobra. Release down, almost touch your nose to the Press up hands and knees, that's a big move. Make your way back to down dog and then into child's pose. And if, uh, if you prefer, dolphin. We'll get off the hands for a little bit and just breathe for three. Tons of riffs on, on those options. Right the, the cat cow option, the high plank option, the cobra option that you can take on when you need them. Varying things. It's good for your body. It's good for your mind. The two get together. Right? We know how powerful that is. As we're moving through this focus, in July on beginner's mind. That's one of the things we want to keep going back to is, are we keeping our mind in what we're doing in a powerful way? And you know, our mind stays checked out a lot of the time thinking of future or past, right? worrying or regretting, doing all those things that are not here and now. And by varying how we do, how we approach, or just what we focus on as we move, we can help that mind that's gotten used to yoga to, to stay a beginner. When you're ready, come on up to down dog or adjust so that you, you have a good down dog for yourself. Pause, breathe. And on an inhale, we'll take right leg up and back behind. Bend your knee, open your hip. Uh, so that means stacking the right hip on top of the left should be more clear about that. Like opening your hip. Like there's no trap door that you're going to open. Press your left heel down, send your right knee up. The hands down and forward to accentuate that. Your breath in. And as you exhale, fold the right knee in towards the right elbow. Step lightly, low lunge. If you've got blocks, they can be great here. Take a little flow uh, forward and back in the, the traditional kind of rocking that we, I think, made up here at Three Dog Yoga because we like to rock. And usually there's like a more Chiba song or something going on in the background. And we kind of zone out into this and it's not bad to do. However, for now, exhale and really pull the heel into the mat to draw yourself into your lunges. And when you inhale, press the heel down and forward. So you're working with the front heel in two directions, Pulling yourself forward into a little lunge. And then pressing yourself back into that pyramid, the, the pyramid edit. 
one more round of this. Make your way back to the low lunge. We're gonna take a little twists or a lot of twists. Like I don't know why I say a little. Right hand to the right thigh, and stack right shoulder over left. With this, if you'd like to bring the hand off the block or the hand down, that might be more appropriate. Back knees down. Draw your heart up and forward. We'll bend the back knee. Just let the knee bend, and then that gives you some information how your knee likes that that bending. And if it's totally cool with it. Right hand reaches back, catches the foot. Breathe here. Then on an inhale, unwind that. Both hands down to the floor or your blocks, and we're going to shift back to half monkey god. Again, we're going to pay attention to the feet with this one. You press the back foot down, whether you have the top of the foot or the ball of the foot, work the floor there. It's kind of a forgotten about spot in this one. Press your front heel down into the mat so that you've got a sense of evenness between the two legs, what they're doing. There will be more stretch in the front leg. The stretch thing, that'll happen on your right leg. But the work will happen evenly in the two legs. Let your upper body curl over the leg as much as you like. Breath in. Breath out. With our next inhale, we're going to come forward, low lunge. When you exhale, come back to hands and knees and all the way to the floor. And take a cobra at center, pull your elbows in and back. Good. And then release down. Check in with your hands. Be sure they're underneath your elbows and not your shoulders. And then cobra twist to your right. So you use your right shoulder blade, bring it toward your spine, press your left shoulder blade away from your spine. The right elbow trying to tuck into the, the hip pocket there. And back to center. And then to the left, with this left shoulder blade, pulling in. I'm gonna keep this action uh, a pulling action, not a pushing with the hands. That was different. Not bad, it was different. Come on back to center. Breathe then go with the right again, this time bending your right knee as well. And then tapping the right foot like over there behind you somewhere. And then back to center. And then the left shoulder blade moves, left knee bends. And as you go, just taking the left leg back over there, tap the toes or toe to the floor, back to center. And then a cobra here, just lining it up again, straight on. And we'll release back down slowly, press into hands and knees and back to down dog. Have a breath here, feel your body. Press your hands down and forward through that L shape, thumb and first finger, knuckles pressed to the mat. And on your inhale, left leg up and back behind you. Bend the knee, let left hip stack on top of right. Drop the right heel down, lift left knee up. 
wow, the hands down and forward. You can imagine too, like get a block between your forearms, block between your upper arms, squeeze in on those blocks. Send the top knee up. As you exhale, full left knee to left elbow. Light step into a low lunge. Pick up those blocks underneath your hands to allow you more ease of movement, more range of motion as we take that rock forward and back. And keep the mind and body fully engaged. Front heel action. When you inhale, press the front heel down and forward to send the hips back. When you exhale, pull the heel down and back, bring the hips forward. It's that yoga union of opposites. So it goes down and forward, the hips go up and back. As the foot pulls back, the hips go forward. Notice that. Notice that your body's moving in those two directions. The mind gets more and more engaged in the subtlety of this. Exhale, pull into the front heel, bring the back knee down. I'm gonna take a twist, left hand to left thigh. I worked really hard not to say a little twist. I don't know where a little crept into the vocabulary here, but I'm not sure anything we ever do is little. So I'm gonna stop. You guys need like a buzzer every time I say a little that you can just go meh and then uh, some operant conditioning training. Pull your heart up and forward. Even if you think I'm not talking to you, specifically I'm talking to you, particularly. Yeah. Bend your back knee, see how that feels to the knee itself. Chances are the, the hip flexors and quadriceps feel a good stretch there if that's true. Then keep that going, catch the back foot. Knee says no or shoulder says no. Or if your posture becomes less good when you catch the knee or catch the foot, right? Notice that. Notice if your posture gets pulled down or your shoulder gets rounded in. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we can correct that, right? Sometimes the pose is just creating bad posture in our body. And um, that's where you get the mind involved so there are no unintended consequences. Slowly release the foot, unwind, and then shift your hips back to half monkey. Press your back foot down, press the front heel down, it's evenly tacking your mat to the floor. And then breathe and let the upper body soften as much as you like. Keep the legs working. Back leg will tend to goof off if our mind goes elsewhere. 
And it's a good way to pull the mind back into what's going on here. At the, the physical level and at the real level. The mind's tricky and sometimes it will you know, go into thoughts about what we're doing and miss what's actually going on. The ability to press the back foot down, the ability to press the front heel down, sometimes give way to the mind thinking about the hamstring. And uh, identifying thinking about a pose right, as the practice is, is not the practice. Right? So when you, when you see that, when you're thinking about a pose, we go back to doing the pose because where it gets a little sneaky, right? Seems like we're in it. Seems like we're in a situation because we're analyzing the situation. But that actually takes us out of the situation itself. Next, inhale and rock forward into the left. Plant the hands. Step back, hands and knees to the mat. When you get there, just be sure your thumbs are aligned with your lowest ribs. The hands are back underneath the elbows as you come up to Cobra. Pull the hands back into the mat. Pull the elbows in. Good. And release down slower. And it's the left shoulder blade that's going to move you into the twisting Cobra. The left shoulder blade pulls back. The right shoulder presses forward. Again, that opposite action going on. And then back to center. And then the right shoulder blade pulls in towards center. Left shoulder moves forward. That's an extra, but it's a nice extra. And then release down slow. Then left shoulder blade moves. You bend the left knee and you roll to tap the left toes over there behind you. And release slowly back to center. Right shoulder blade moves in towards center. You bend the right knee. Tap the right toes back behind you. Breathe out. Come back to center. And then centered up. Another cobra. And release down slowly. Pressing the hands and knees. Back to down dog. And then to child's pose or dolphin. Either way, we're just going to get off the wrists, off the hands. Breathe here. Locate what you feel physically. Also any emotional or mental goings on. Everything you notice is legit. It's the noticing that is the yoga. Back to down dog and walk your feet about halfway up your mat, turning to the side that you like or straddle. And take the feet out wide, turn toes out to the diagonal, side to side straddle. And I should have said we're standing straddle. 
those of you that want to be seated straddle and side to side, you could do that. Side to side. This could be a vinyasa. This could be exhale into the lunge. Inhale to center and exhale into the other side. It's not the only way to move. Either way, breathing and moving. And for most of us, honestly, to keep our mind on a steady breath pace, it helps to align it with the bigger movement of the body. Unless this uh, is not what what you're up to, but then we're gonna take that into a deeper skandhasana where you really get the hips over to one side. This will be a breath pace. Exhale into that deeper lunge. Inhale back to center, and as you go. You might find that the opposite foot wants to spin up. No problems there. Let that happen. Then if your natural tendency is for that to happen, you're moving side to side. Investigate what it feels like to go deep on one side while keeping the other foot down. And back to the way that you'd like. And then come back to center, pausing in straddle to parallel your feet and walk your hands out so that your body is parallel to the floor. So feet parallel to each other, body parallel to the floor is a lot like a plank. I'm going to take a twist here. So right arm is going to move into a bow pull and then open and pause and locate in your mind where your hips are, what they're doing. If they are slightly tipped to the side, totally fine. If they are uh, level, totally fine. Have a breath, draw your heart forward. And then press really strongly into your left foot to bring the hips back more toward center. Clock what that feels like. And then press into your left foot like you're trying to push them out away from you. Let the left hip drop in. Joins the twist. Breath here. Then foot presses down, levels you out again. We'll bring right hand back down, body's parallel to the floor. Pause here, do a little bit of, of an up dog here, a little bit of cobra here, pull heart forward, elongate. Uh, you can imagine you were getting one of those old timey uh, inappropriate assists where someone has your thigh bones, they're pulling back, you're pulling the heart forward. And then uh, other side, left elbow toward the ceiling, then open the arm. And uh, if the arm does not love that, you can keep a cactus, you can keep hand at hip, same thing. 
draw your heart forward and notice what your hips are doing. Whether they're parallel to the floor or they've joined the twist is cool. What are you noticing? Press your right foot straight down into the floor and let that level out your hips a bit or a lot, depends on your particular body. Bring your heart forward and then right foot presses out. Like the, the speed skating move, pressing the, the leg out to the side and let right hip drop as far as it's going to drop, supported with the work of that leg. Right foot presses straight down, brings you back to center. Hand to the mat, we'll draw heart forward. And then walk your feet in. Walk the feet in until they're about shoulder distance apart, maybe a little wider, crouch down. So we can get down into malasana. And could be malasana with your hips on a block. Take the arms inside the legs and press out. Lifting your chest up. Good. Really nice. Press your left arm and your left leg together. They're joining. And then right arm up and out to the side and a little open twist. Again, there's little, not little. It's your arm to leg, leg to arm. Squeeze your right shoulder in towards center. Next, inhale, undo that, come back to center, lift your chest up. As you exhale, press right arm into right leg. Open the left arm into the twist. Again, if this is getting tricky for your knees or your ankles, sit on a block. Pull the shoulder blade in towards center. Good. Breath here. back into center line, lift your chest, and slowly and carefully with your body transition, hands behind you, the legs out in straddle. Yeah, now we get to sit down. Yeah, just simple, just simple. Oh, you could turn, you could do whatever, you, you can pirouette if you want, but... If you can, and keep it simple. Press your sitting bones down, lift your chest up. We're gonna walk the body out uh, to about maybe like half of half of a fold, half of whatever your fold is. Back to that initial rocking that we had side to side. Giving yourself time to adjust here. Check in with your feet. Flex them, press out through the heels. If that's impossible in the pose you're in, Try bringing your legs in closer together. Legs firm, kneecaps point toward the ceiling. Come back to center and then allow yourself to go into as much of this fold as you want right now. If you've got blocks or blankets or anything that can support you in the straddle forward fold, do that. Grab them, be supported, and breathe.
Inhale, you're going to walk your hands in, climb them back up into a seated straddle. Take a moment, pause here. And uh, the other day we did something that Zach called the straddle hack. And Zach's straddle hack is just like, that's that's going to be a podcast name at some point. Um, but for those of you that weren't in the class where you did the straddle hack, which I didn't mean to be a hack, but it, it's totally a hack. Uh, we're going to do it now so that, so that you know. Take your right thumb into your right hip crease, lift up, focusing on the length of the right side of the body, and then you're going to hinge at that right hip crease over toward the right leg, and you're going to take the right arm, slide it down the inside of the right leg until you are down with your rib cage as close to the leg as it's going to get. Right, Left hand staying at your left hip. You've hinged at the hip. We are not worried about where the arms are going. You're also not posting up on your hand. So take your right hand off the floor if it's on the floor. Um, just get the, get the hand up. You can wave. We did this yesterday. Wave. Waving at each other is nice. I like that. Um, but you're as deeply down in that side fold as you're going to go. Then helicopter the left arm in. So you're going to do like a compass circle of the left arm around toward the right foot. Doesn't have to get there but you might be a lot closer than if you dived in from the top. Come on back to center, unfold, come out the way you got in. Right. Pause, breathe. And then left thumb to left hip crease, lift up. So left side body length is what we're working here. And the hinge of that hip. So it's a lot like triangle. The, the action here is a lot like triangle. But then arm inside the leg, just slide the arm down the leg. There's just whether it's you're up high or you're down low. And once you get as far as you're going to go with that hip crease hinge, right, you're you're able to lift your hand off the floor. It's not uh, kind of posting you up here. You're just drawing long through side body into lateral fold and then the right hand being at the hip is totally fine you can feel the right hips kind of lifting that's good we want it to hips go with the spine into this then helicopter the right arm in or compass circle the right arm in or whatever you want to think about that bring the hand toward the foot doesn't have to get there it can be on the floor out there but the right arm has come in from the side so we don't have yeah impingement at the shoulder, which all of us can get in this pose. Not a bad impingement, like an injury impingement, but just the inability of one bone to go any further because it touched another bone. Um, sometimes keeps us out of the deep side stretcher or the uh, deep hamstring stretcher. Next inhale. Come on up to seated. Take your time. We're going to bend the knees in and turn toward the front of the mat. Both legs out in front. Bent knee, forward fold. So, so bend your knees to a good, good degree. Like I could go straight, but I'm going about halfway bent. Dig your heels down into the floor and flex your feet up. We're going to lift and bow until your chest and your thighs come together. So that's another thing that uh, we're doing a little earlier in the flow. We're focusing in on thighs and chest coming together, which means you might bend your knees more like I just pulling the feet in towards you. 
but you're getting ribs to quadriceps. Right? That's happening. And then hands to lower legs. And curl the chin toward the chest. And we're working this for mid-back, upper back release. Like if your hamstrings are really tight, you might feel your hamstrings right now. But generally, the legs are so bent that this is showing up in back instead of the legs. Breath in. All the way out, pull your abdominals and get a last bit of breath out. See if that helps you get some release in the deep, low rib cage area. And on your inhale, draw your heart forward, come up to seated. With your hands behind, you're going to slide your hips towards your heels, down onto your back. You have blocks still around you, slide a block underneath your hips. Legs up in the air, Viparita Karani. Stacking the leg bones as vertically as yours go. You can play here with straightening the legs out. If that becomes untenable, well, it's untenable, you can't stay in it. You bend the knees, but if you get them straight, get them straight. If they need to bend, bend the knees toward you so the heels stay stacked over the hips. So that if you are bending the knees in this pose, you're doing so mindfully and with intention. Get three breaths here if you can. Let your eyes fall gently closed. As they do, what's the first noticing in the inner body? The outer vision is turned off. What do you see inside? Ready to come out of this, you can bend your knees slowly, bring the soles of your feet to the floor like it's the very first time your feet have ever touched the floors. Feel the texture, the temperature, the solidity of the mat of the floor underneath you. Notice what you notice. Bend your feet out and then you feel your feet by feeling the floor. Toes down, can you locate each individual toe? Press your feet into the mat, lift your tailbone, your sacrum, slide the block out of the way. Continue this into bridge or plant your hands beside your ears. Continue it up in the wheel. Breath in. And breath out. Next, inhale, elongate yourself back down onto the mat. Pause when you land. Draw right knee in, extend left leg out. Just give a moment for this pose, knee to chest to arrive. And then a little release of that knee so it floats forward as you twist, bring Cross your body. Open the right arm like a wing or a cactus. 
Let the right shoulder blade get heavy. Breath in. Breath out. With an inhale, slowly dissolve that. Come back to center. And when you arrive at center, and hips, rib cage, back of your head probably need to be realigned to bring the body into equilibrium. Do that. Then left knee in, right leg out. We're pausing like Ardha Apanasana takes shape that you arrive. Then you release the left knee a bit so it's in line with the hip as you bring it across into a twist. Left arm out to the side, cactus or wing. And breathe. Breath in. Feel your lungs spread so you're in the twist enough to feel resistance when you breathe. But you do feel that you can expand with your breath. Navel center towards spine, the last bit of breath, whatever it is, out. Back to center. Dissolve it. Bring your knees into your chest and realign. So hips, rib cage, back ahead, all at center for alignment of your nervous system, your body, and your brain. Go through happy baby or anything else here on your back. Make your way to Shavasana when you're ready. That was awesome, y'all. Yeah. Well done. You're ready to come back. Start with wiggling at your fingers and your toes. Pull gently to your right side. And we'll make our way to seated together. Pause as you arrive. Take a moment to be still, just as you've gotten here. 
and then to arrive with more presence to adjust and take in what's going on within your body, what's going on in the space around you. And what's going on in the space between us, this, this group that practices together across miles, almost many miles. This unique form of connection that we have when we're all in the same space, having spent an hour of paying attention to body and breath, to doing some good on the planet, each of us in the space uh, we are. And we're hands together at heart center, a gesture of acknowledgement and appreciation. And we raise that toward each other as we bring thumbs to forehead center and offer each other Namaste. Super job. Thank you all so much for being here. That looked awesome. I hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.